Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Does Russia have a role as a Middle East mediator, which is, is, is so interesting because your, your first and my instinct would have been, well, absolutely not. How dare, how dare Russia get involved in mediating anything there in terms of hostages, in terms of peace when they're in that position. But in a conversation that I had in Israel with Rabbi Doron Peretz, I realized that, in fact, they don't care who gets involved as long as there is a potential outcome. In other words, he would, uh, Rabbi Peres himself said that, uh, you know, whoever can assist in, in helping to get his son freed as a hostage from Gaza, he would, he would welcome. So that kind of changed my view, because if you look at it from that perspective, what are we standing on in principle uh, before, before you know, saying that, that somebody should or, or shouldn't get involved? So uh, this week, delegates from various Palestinian factions will travel to Moscow. And that's for talks on the Israel-Hamas war and uh, other Middle Eastern topics on an inter-Palestinian dialogue. Russia's deputy foreign minister has told Russia's state news agency TASS that between 12 and 14 organizations will attend the conference. So uh, they'll attend the conference, which begins on February the 29th and will run for two or three days. This includes representatives of the political arm of Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Fatah, the political organization running the occupied with the, uh, the I'm not going to say occupied West Bank, that's what Deutsche Welle is calling it, and the Palestinian Liberation Organization or PLO. So uh, various groups take a, a, a very different position on the topic like recognition of Israel as a state. So it's, it's a very, very interesting one and uh, the question is if anything, if anything is, uh, if Russia is able to further the process, this this peace um, in any way in that area. Tembisa Fakude is a senior researcher. He's a director of AFRIS. I certainly haven't spoken to Tembisa for some time. A very good morning. How are you? Nice to chat to you again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So it's, it's a very interesting one. Um, before you came on, I was just recounting a conversation that I had in Israel last week when, when I was there with a parent of a kid that has been taken hostage. And I asked him the question about, uh, you know, who could get involved with, with uh, the negotiation to... to uh, achieve a the release of of his son or the hostages and his comment was well i don't care i will talk to anybody you know anyone that can help we would welcome with open arms so you know whereas initially i would have said that well you know what are we i would have scoffed at russia as a potential peace uh, mediator and i'm not suggesting that this that these talks are about peace i'm not saying that at all but the reality is anybody that can do good should be Give us your view on this. Well, I'm not sure whether Russia can negotiate peace whilst they are also busy with their own uh, onslaught in, in, in Ukraine. Um, I've just watched a movie on Mariupol uh-huh. and how uh, Russia went to Mariupol and created havoc. I think if anything, um, if Russia does get involved in this, it's mainly going to be PR exercise. Um, they might achieve something, of course, because of the position they mm. hold in global politics. But I don't think it will be because they love justice, because they want to have 
a peaceful world, it will mainly be for their own purposes. And um, they, they, of course, they, they will jump to that opportunity. But I think at the moment, um, the Americans won't allow that to happen. Um, and you've got these uh, negotiations that I think are, are at a very advanced stage. We, we hear reports that tomorrow being Saturday, there might be a big announcement coming from, uh, from Israel in terms of uh, ceasefire. Mm. So tomorrow mm. is a big day for, 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 for many people anticipated that something is going to be is going to happen. But I think it's late in the day for Russia to get involved. If they were really keen in getting involved in this, they should have done it earlier on. And also we're seeing a closer and closer alliance between Russia and Iran. And uh, obviously Iran not being a particularly... Um, uh, you know, positive force in this area, funding the Houthis, funding Hezbollah. We know that they funded Hamas as well. So we, we're quite clear where they are, Russia and Iran, uh, supplying each other arms and assisting each other. That certainly doesn't set themselves up. Well, yeah, it, it, it doesn't make sense. But we must remember these people uh, have got very compartmentalized uh, interests. So they will come and join forces whenever it benefits them. Um, so Russia and, 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 and Iran, their main, the, the relationship kind of matured uh, during the, well, still continuing, the, the Syrian uh, war with um, Bashar al-Assad. And that's where they strengthened the relationship, mainly to counterbalance the um, hegemony and uh, dominance of the Americans. In, in the region, particularly in Syria. So that's where they have established a relationship. Whether that will extend any further, I don't see Russia joining Iran or supporting Iran in its um, support, at least in Palestine. Yeah, uh, absolutely. So that, that's not, that's not going to happen because Russia's got its own interests and it's got its own individual, by the way, relationship with, with Israel. So is well, that, 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 that has been quite fascinating to me, that comment that you've just made, because we know that Netanyahu and Putin have had a personal relationship for many, many years. Uh, we know that there was some kind of a, if not a good relationship, certainly a good understanding. That has, do, do you think that that has dissipated completely well i think so i think after well not dissipated completely but after the ukrainian war we've seen some kind of a, 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 a distance in terms of relationship between um, between israel and and russia for obvious reasons uh, because of ukrainians um jewish uh, mm. community yes of course and Vladimir, Vladimir Zelensky being himself a Jew and he has gone to an extent of lobbying jewelry around the world to support uh, the Ukrainians as they continue to fight Russia. So that has to an extent impacted the relationship between uh, Israel and uh, Russia because Russia also has got its own um, history with Israel being one of the countries that had had a number of uh, Jewish uh, or Jewry, Jewish people who migrated from that part of the world to Israel. So there is that relationship that continues. And those people have maintained relationship in Russia, including economic ties. So there is that uh, confusion in this relationship between Israel, Ukraine and Russia. Therefore, I am of the view that Russia will never uh, compromise that relationship because it's still, by the, by the way, benefits quite, quite immensely from the economic activities between uh, uh, the two countries that is right. Ukraine and, and, and 
Russia. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. What is, I mean, the fact that that this war since October the 7th has pretty much taken the headlines, uh, the Russia-Ukraine war seems to have been pushed a little bit further back. What What is what is actually going on there? Uh, the, the fact that Russia hasn't taken over Ukraine in all this time says a lot for Ukraine, but at, at what cost? What is the latest on the ground there? Well, two things. One thing is that uh, Vladimir Putin continues with, with his brutality. So whilst the cameras have turned to other parts of the world, he's killing as much as he can. We know that for sure. The latest case was Alexei Navalny, who was uh, somehow dropped dead while taking a stroll inside his prison. So that's the first point. But I think what has happened is with the uh, elections in the United States gaining momentum, we, 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 we see Ukraine... Um, Ukrainian war once again gaining prominence because we know that many uh, Ukrainians are afraid that should Trump win, chances are Trump will start having his transactional politicking with mm. Vladimir Putin and they will yeah. be losing out. So, the, but over if you've noticed over the past at least couple of weeks, we are seeing now um, uh, more and more stories on Ukraine simply, as I said, because of the elections in the United States, because everything hinges on who wins. The elections in November. If, Trump's, if Trump does win, then of course there's going to be a very, very interesting um, shift in politics, particularly with, from the United States of America. Absolutely fascinating conversation. Thank you. That is all we have time for Tembisa Fakuda, Senior Researcher and Director of Afro